Welcome into this episode of Show Your Scars with Jordan Angeli, a look inside the journey back from a devastating injury. We may not choose for this to happen to us, but we appreciate who we become in the process. Now let's dive into this week's episode as we share our strength and show our scars with pride. Guys, I don't know about you, but I have hundreds of old t-shirts that carry meanings and memories and I don't know what to do with them. I put them in a box, they sit there, but I can't give them away. Q Project Repat. They are taking old t-shirts and turning them into new blankets so you can see those memories every single day. Project Repat has produced over 200,000 blankets and they're all custom. You send in the shirts, they make it so easy, and on the back they put fleece that's made out of recycled plastic. So not only is it warm and cozy, but it's helping the environment as well. Project Repat also stands for repatriating textile jobs back to the U.S. There are now 50 people making t-shirt blankets in this country. All in all, this is awesome, you guys. Turn around times two to four weeks, you can have anything from a 16 shirt blanket to a 64 blanket. Since you guys are avid listeners to Show Your Scars podcast, you get a special 30% discount on your own Project Repat blanket. Go to Project Repat, that's Project R-E-P-A-T dot com, and use the code SHOWYOURSCARS to get your memories turned into a cozy blanket now. Do it. It's the perfect time. Hey, everybody. I hope you all are doing well. I have an update today from Joe Loman. She is a women's professional soccer player for the Washington Spirit. We've been talking to her as she goes through her ACL recovery process. And I really liked this conversation because Joe was very honest with where she's at and how she is careful to compare her journey to anybody else's. And I think that's a really good point because your journey is not going to be like Joe's. Joe has the access to a lot of things that you and I may not have ever had access to. So don't compare, but I think listen to what she's going through and even some of the hard challenges that she's had getting up to this point of um, what's going on now in the third month of her ACL injury recovery. I think there's a lot of different uh, little pieces that can be applied to other people's journeys. So we, as always, thanks Joe for her time and her openness and willingness to share with us. And I hope you guys feel the excitement that she has for where she's at in her journey and just how she's starting to kind of feel like she is so able to do this and I hope it inspires all of you yay how are you how are you doing (laughs) I'm running (laughs) how awesome is it to say that born to run baby it's been yeah it's been really nice I think I didn't realize how nice it would feel until it happened because I was okay with where I was. I was okay with riding the bike and jumping on the elliptical as long as I could stay active. But uh-huh. once I my feet hit the hit the ground and uh, I started jogging again, it it was really liberating and I I felt like not just you know for the act of running, but I think just for all the work that's been put in that led up to that moment. Right, right. And did you were you like what were your thoughts before you started running? Did you have this moment of like, oh my gosh, do I know what I'm gonna do right now? <laughs> if I remember this, I I don't think I did because I got cleared. Uh, I saw my surgeon on I think it was a Tuesday, and then it wasn't my 12 week anniversary until that Thursday, so I wanted to hold off, even though he said I was cleared to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did some strength strength tests when I was with him. 
Right. And I've been doing a lot, you know, in training in my physical therapy that mimics running. So on uh-huh. my toes and I had already started the process of of going from, you know, on your toes into a jog. So it wasn't as if I was starting something completely new. It was just a continuation of what I had already began. So, you know, for me mentally, I didn't think that, oh god, my leg's going to break or I'm not going to re- I'm not going to remember how to run again, right? I'm I'm 35 years old. It's like riding a bike right. just kind of pop right back on. So, uh, you know, I started off walking for a few minutes on the treadmill and I just raised the speed and it's amazing what your body will do when your your mind wills it to. So it, you know, my legs yeah. just kept up and I started smiling and I screamed out to my therapist and uh, he looked <laughs> over. So it was, yeah, it was just, it was a neat moment for me. And like I said, it was more just um, appreciating how much has gone into, um, you know, the three months beforehand that allowed me to be able to run. Right. And it's amazing when you start the journey, you're like, gosh, this is going to take forever. And then you get into it, like, really after those first couple of weeks where you can't do that much, and then you start doing a lot more, and you're like, okay, time kind of is go- it's going pretty quickly. There are moments when you feel like you're not, you're not getting there, but for the most part, does it feel like that three months kind of flew by? Yeah, I was speaking to Kelly, my teammate Kelly, um, and Caprice about this. They, they, too, agreed that the time really flies by. I think that, you know, day by day uh, – you realize the hours go a bit slow because you're putting in so much effort and sweat and work into uh, such a long-term process. But honestly, the weeks fly by, especially when you count them like I do and you celebrate every single week and you make videos. And mm-hmm. uh, so I have, you know, I haven't really hit many moments where I thought, where, how am I going to make it through? Once I got through the first week, there's been times where my knees felt a little irritated or I thought, okay, I, I think I pushed it a little too hard in training yesterday or, um, or, you know, obviously my knee is having to adapt to each new exercise that I do, so there's a bit of discomfort to that. So there's always yeah. navigating between, okay, I'm progressing, I'm feeling good, and wait a minute, here's a little pain, here's a little bit of discomfort, and, you know, how do I know when to keep going and pushing it and when to kind of take my foot off the gas pedal? So that's been, I think, my number one concern going through the process is just how hard can I push myself. Yeah. Um, but it's been... You know, it's been an incredible journey for me, and and like I've told you before, it's been it's been very peaceful because you wake up every day and just try little by little to get better, and it's yeah, it's it's been neat to see how far I've come. And I think like watching you from afar, it is it has been not that you haven't shown moments of like vulnerability and like this is this is difficult, but you seem to have be kind of moving pretty pretty smoothly through this process but like you just said there are things that happen that you're like is this right or is this not right how yeah. do, how, how do you navigate through those times of like I don't really know what's happening here what's your like go to um is that where you're open in communication with the people that are surrounding you yeah I definitely lean on my support system because this is my first time going through it and uh so I'll ask my teammates who have also you know, had ACL surgeries, I said, you know, is this irritation normal? This is where I have pain. Did you experience pain in the same spot? And when they say yes, or my or my physical therapist, Pierre, says, you know, this is completely normal, Joe. You're, you're pushing your knee. You're going to have a little bit of discomfort throughout this process. It makes me feel a lot better. And I know that when I saw my surgeon, because um, mm-hmm. you see him in about six-week chunk, when I saw him the, my most recent time, it was extremely reassuring for me because 
you know, he's he's really he's the test, right? He's he's the one that knows your knee from inside and out. And mm-hmm. for him to test that knee and to do certain and to do certain strength exercises in front of him, and to get the reassurance that I am moving on the right track, and that and I, I was very honest about you know what I've been doing, um, kind of the the roadblocks that I've hit in terms of okay, I, I have irritation at you know at these moments and, and pain in these parts. To hear that that's completely normal, and then to also get reassurance that Joe, just listen to your body. If it, if you're so far ahead of the game, he said that if you have a day or two where it doesn't feel good, don't be afraid to pull yourself back, and yeah. um, to yeah. you know to take a little bit of time to allow your knee to adjust. And he said structurally, your knee is in a, is a great place. He said you were doing no structural damage, and and to me that was the number one thing because I can withstand a lot of pain. That doesn't bother me. The irritation, it's it's the thought in my head that. Am I doing any damage to myself mm-hmm. structurally? Am I am I affecting the graft or am I weakening it? And if and I was so happy to hear that words come out of his mouth because that's you know that's the number one thing for me. And once I left my surgeon, I I felt a lot better about everything. Um, and you know, at, like he said, you know, the pain goes away and it um, it dissipates at some point, and you mm-hmm. continue on with with your journey. Gosh, it's so great. I mean, it's it's awesome to hear just those little things because I think a lot of people feel that same way. It's like, oh, I like I feel like I feel like I'm not doing any damage, but there's pain. There's like a little yeah. discomfort. How do I? What do I do? And I think that's where you have to trust yourself to say like, hey, PT, or hey, doc, like. Even if you call your doc and be like, hey, you know, I just have a question for you. Like, that's not a bad thing to do. Right. If you feel like you need to, you need the reassurance that, like everything is okay. Yeah, I think it's the uncertainty that's the hardest for me is, you know, not knowing if it's normal or if I should be experiencing these things. But once I get the feedback from um, my teammates and then the doctor or also Pierre, it makes me feel a lot better. Right. Okay, let's talk about your quad for a second, because girl, you got some <laughs> strength back. <laughs> well, I think. I didn't lose much when I did get injured, luckily, because I was in surgery uh, within 12 days. And yeah. I'm I'm just a little bit crazy. So even, <laughs> you know, the night that I that I got injured, I was doing sit-ups in my living room. I have a video of it. It's hysterical. And I just, I didn't ever really stop. And, of course, I stopped in, to the point where I couldn't use my leg in the same, in the same way. But I would bike the PT before physical, you know, before my surgery. I would do, I would do my therapy, and I was pretty gung ho about it. So going into surgery, I, I'd like to believe that I had good strength, and then coming out, I was in physical therapy the next day. So yeah. there wasn't really a moment for me to really atrophy. Um, yeah. And we had a joke last season that my bicep to quad ratio was one to one. So <laughs> I think, you know, from the start, I didn't have much muscle to begin with. So building it back. Um, oh my god! Hasn't been you know, hasn't been my my number one challenge necessarily. I think I've yeah. I've been very lucky and yeah. I've worked really hard to sustain that muscle. Do you feel like there's any one exercise that you have done in this first three months that you're like, I really feel like this has been something that has helped me a lot gain some muscle back and and in in turn, I think when we start to see our muscle really start to come back and start to form again it gains we gain confidence in the process right so has there been something that you really have been like i like doing this exercise that's a great question i do so many exercises every day that it's really hard to discern 
and to choose one of them, I think it's really neat for me to have an exercise that's challenging one day and then the next day it's a little bit easier until I master yeah. it. So, um, you know, for instance, I tried to do things on the BOSU ball, right? So you, you just um, you graduate, so you do things body weight on the ground, then you stand on a, a pad that provides a little bit of a, a challenge when it comes to balance, then you're on a BOSU ball. So it's just it's really elevating the exercises to, to challenge yourself and to add difficulty to it, and it's so cool to me, you know, to do one-legged squats. Um, I first did them on the ground, and then I was on a foam, you know, a foam pad, and now I'm on the BOSU ball kind of doing one-legged squats. So to see um, the progression and the strength and the balance and the trust, just have a lot of trust in your leg because it doesn't always yeah. feel right. And even, you know, starting to go into running, you know, having – your toes hit the ground and trusting that your leg is going to support you and it's not going to break in half. You know, that's, that's definitely something that little by little um, you have to just chip away at it. You know, I wouldn't recommend for people to do, to do massive changes overnight. It's been, you know, I usually do a two-week block. So I'll do the same exercises for two weeks and then I'll feel strong enough where I can graduate to the next level and then I'll do that mm-hmm. for another two weeks. So it's just, it's building that trust, um, by doing, by putting in a lot of work and understanding where you are and listening to your body, so you can then, you know, progress to the next phase. Yeah, and you mentioned this a little bit, but so much of like this recovery is not just like how our knee and how our quad and our hamstrings are coming back, but like our balance and our core and our our overall strength. Like, how much of what you're doing is also like how is my core performing? How am I, how is my whole body recovering from this? Because it is, it's a whole body. Like how do we make sure everything's working together properly again? Yeah. I think that's, that's also a a very important point because when you have a weakness in a certain muscle, other muscles compensate for it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so important that when you're doing the exercises, you don't sacrifice form or quality um, and luckily I work so closely with my therapist, for instance, today, you know, every time I work with Pierre with the Washington spirit, he'll, he'll notice things. He said, you know, you're favoring that leg, which is completely natural and understandable. This is the yeah. first time you're doing this exercise. So he's very patient with me. You know, this is the first time you're doing this exercise, Joe, but you're, you can tell, he said, just try to notice that you're favoring your left leg. You're not, you're putting 30% of your weight on your left leg and 70% on your right. And right. He said, just keep that in mind. You know, next time, you know, don't be afraid. He encourages me. He's like, your, your knee's okay. Your knee's going to be able to take it. Like, you, you're strong enough. You can see your muscles. Just trust that that knee is, is going to be able to withstand the weight of, of your jump. And the next time I'll think to myself, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix that because I clearly am compensating. And I don't, I don't want to create habits that are, um, are unhealthy or that are going to cause injuries in the future. So I'll try to then fix it for my next jump. And I think it's really important to have that that someone paying attention to you because often it, it's so hard to do a thousand things at once, right? I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to have the energy to do the exercise, you know, in my brain I'm trust I'm trying to trust this knee to support whatever weight I put on it. Um, there's a million circumstances going on that it's very helpful to have someone point things out to you and also to encourage you to trust yourself. Yeah, that's a really I I like the way you put that because it is even when we think we're doing something correctly we can we tend to favor our stronger leg and then that's creating you know just a a little imbalance and if we can Mm -hmm. start to have someone just make us mindful of it 
then we're thinking, okay, how do I balance that out? And so then that's gaining not only trust in ourselves, but trust in the people that we're working with, because in this process, you're kind of learning, you're probably learning too. It's like, it's not only me, like it is so much about everyone around me too, and how we're communicating and how we're um, figuring out how to get through this as it is about like how my body's feeling that day. Because if you don't trust Pierre, then none of this works, right? Yeah, no, it's so so true because I have so much trust in the people that I'm working with and also I'm very honest. So Mm -hmm. if I have um, hesitation or if I'm not confident in the certain exercise or if my knee is tired, it's so important for me to tell them that because they they don't feel what I'm feeling. So, you know, a lot of times maybe your form, form is being sacrificed not because you can't do it right, but just because you're exhausted and you're tired and your knee is already you know, withstood, um, you know, 10 jumps, and that 11th jump just isn't right. But, you know, for me, it's been very important to talk with them through this whole journey and this process to say, you know, what I'm comfortable with, what I'm not comfortable with, and um, not just, you know, physically for my health, but mentally and emotionally for my well-being um, because it's it all it's all encompassing, right? And I want to make sure that through this six-month, seven-month, eight-month journey that, you know, I'm happy and, um, because when you're happier, then the, the PT is, you know, the PT is more enjoyable, and the whole yeah. entire thing is more enjoyable. So that's just been really, that's been very imperative throughout my process. Well, well, I think that's great. I, I really do think that so many people that are going through it that we don't realize how much communication, like we learn how to communicate, and it's it's not only you to them, but them to you, you know, that communication of your doctor yeah. saying like structurally everything's fine. That communication from him makes, allows you to feel a little bit lighter. You're like, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Right. And then when mm-hmm. you say something to Pierre about, okay, now this doesn't feel like I'm just a little nervous right now because we've done 10 exercises and I don't know if I can do this right now. He's yep. learning a little bit about you, and maybe it's something you have to push through. And, and he he notices that, but maybe he trusts you to the fact that, like, all right, we're done, you know. Yeah. And I yep. think it it really is. It's it's a big this this whole process is a big lesson on communication and um, communication within a team. Which for a lot of people, you know, we we're in team sports, so to learn how to communicate with other people about kind of what you're going through can can help you succeed then once you do get back to the field. Yeah, and I think, every, like you said, like, you're part of a team and every individual is very different. So you, mm-hmm. you have to realize that, you know, Joe Loman is pretty crazy. So if if she says this, this is sore or this is, you know, this is painful or I'm, I'm tired, it definitely means that I'm right. tired. Um, <laughs> right. If anything, if anything, it's like, all right, chill out. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's been great because I think, I've been on the same page as, you know, my surgeon and my, both of my therapists. We're all pretty aggressive, and we understand we can be aggressive because of my my specific injury, the way I went into surgery in terms of my muscle strength and the way I came out of surgery and how my body is reacting, right? And your resources, to be honest, mm-hmm. right? The, the yeah, things definitely. that are, like, a lot of people don't have the resources that you're going to have. Like, yeah. they didn't have the ability to go right into PT, and they didn't have the ability, you know, so... I think that also is helps you be a little bit more aggressive in the way that you're um, pushing. And it's okay either way, right? Like if you have the resources, yep. then that's fine. And if you don't, then it might be a tad bit slower. But in the end, like the, the result is the same because you're fully yep. healthy. Yeah, I, I tend to grimace a bit when people compare um, ACL recoveries on Twitter when I, you know, when I post 
certain things about um, you know my knee because I don't I don't want any other athlete comparing themselves to me, and I don't want to have to compare myself to any other athlete because like we just talked about the circumstances going into surgery, out of surgery, the resources that you have at your fingertips are all so different mm-hmm. that. You know, it doesn't qualify you being a stronger athlete than other people no. if they just don't have those resources. It's just like right. your your bodies are different. We're different humans. We do have yeah. different resources. So like like why I, I totally agree. Like let's be happy for each other, yep. but let's not compare and say like oh well I'm not there or it's okay. Like it's okay. Yep, yep. That's what I've really tried to tell people on any form of social media and when I share. Uh, you know, kind of what I'm going through is that it's okay that wherever you are, it's okay. Just like I always say, just try to be, try to be your best that day and, and try to get better from whatever place you're starting from. Just try to get a little better each day. And mm-hmm. hopefully that will, that will be encouraging and we can all support one another as, you know, the ACL club has done for me and my teammates and, and every single person that has even given me any word of encouragement. It makes such a difference. It really yeah. does. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I've been so grateful through this whole process to know that I'm not alone and I'm not doing it by myself, and that there are people that are behind me, pushing me every single day. And that's just I don't know. It just it, it makes me smile every morning I wake up to think that I'm wow. I'm doing this for other people too. That's great, Joe. And cool to see some of your teammates as you're going through this process. When your teammates get back, like Callie just got back, right? Did she play? She played last week. Yeah, she played. Yeah, she got in for I think the last five ten minutes of the game in Portland. Were those her first pro minutes as well? Uh, no. She, I mean, she's not a rookie, so her oh, first okay. minutes this season, though. Yeah, this season. Okay. Yeah. How exciting! Yeah, and I think, I think just anybody can latch onto that, right? No matter if you're on that team or not, just seeing people come full circle and get back to what they're doing that's inspiring to anybody to say like, yeah. I can, I can do that too. And I think that's what you're doing through just kind of documenting the stuff that you're going through. is like people know that they can do it. I hope people know that. Yeah. Right. Um, what else, what else has been going on doing anything to like get your mind off of everything and just enjoy life? Yeah. I mean, I'm doing, I've been doing so much actually. Uh, I think, you know, a little bit for me is just, uh, <clears throat> separating myself from being a soccer player because, unfortunately, you know, of course, I'm I'm still I'll still be a soccer player, but right now I can't play soccer, so it's been healthy for me to kind of take a step back and to work on things that are very um, fulfilling for me. I, I work with the state department as a sports envoy in their sports United department, and I'm planning a trip, hopefully, to the Ivory Coast in the off season, um, where I'll run some empowerment programs there. I've been doing a lot of work in uh, the LGBTQIA community, doing advocacy work and speaking opportunities, um, even in talks right now to make a Hollywood movie about women's soccer. So I'm going to go out to L.A. also in October um, to kind of help potentially write script and direct and produce. So, Dang, girl. Yeah, it's been really neat. I'm also, I'm also part of a documentary right now that's being filmed about um, political mobilization since Trump has um, become the president. So they've been filming me for the past uh, about three, four months, and they were actually at the game that where I tore my ACL. So oh, wow. It's, yeah, it's going to be so neat when the movie comes out to see that, um, to see the, the journey that I've kind of been on because they, they filmed me before the injury and they filmed me during and now after and uh, just where, I, where I've been and where, I've, and where I've gotten to. So I've been, yeah, I've been doing a lot, and it's been, it's been a really, it's been a fun summer for me. I 
I've yeah. tried to enjoy my life as much as possible, considering um, it's completely different than what I thought it would be. Yeah, and it's just nice to have an outlet of some sort that that makes you forget that like you're going through a lot as far as an a- being an athlete goes, right? Like, I yep. think it helps you become like really realize like you're so valuable as a human being, and that even though we love our sport so much, that that doesn't make us. Um, a great human being, you yeah. know, enjoy, enjoying other things and, and really being a good human does, does that. So true. So, all right, Joe, I love it. I'm so happy Thank for you. Jordan. And thanks, thanks for, for, for being thanks there for the for update. Me. Always, always girl. Um, keep it up and enjoy, enjoy your running. There it is, Joe Loman. Three months post ACL, she's killing it because she's really finding balance in her life. And I think that's a big thing that she can teach everybody is that, yes, we love our sport. And sometimes we get consumed with that being what we're defined as. But we are so much more than just what our sport is. And this injury or whatever injury that you're going through can help you understand that. Pursue other things that you like to do. It will help you not only heal, physically because you'll get your mind off of the rehab process but mentally you'll allow your brain to rest and not focus so much on the ins and outs of what you're going through physically and mentally to get back to your sport don't get me wrong there is hard work work to be done and you have to do the work in the gym with what you eat and how you talk to yourself as well during the rehab process but find some balance that is one of the biggest keys in getting back healthier and better than you ever were before. I am proud of all of you, just as I'm proud of Joe Roman, and continue to push and get back to what you love to do. I'm proud that you guys go out there and show your scars and share your strength with one another and just show the world what you have overcome these marks on your body. So go get them today.